Hello, and welcome to the McTiger Attack Podcast. I'm Kevin McTigert, and I am a stand-up comedian who currently lives in Vermont, and my podcast is my way of giving my thoughts and opinions on various subjects, things I love, like professional wrestling, um, or Boston sports, or, or just anything, really. Give it a listen, and let me know what you think. I'll just sit here and wait for you to listen to all of my episodes. Oh, wait, no, I'm recording a podcast. I should give my opinion on something. In this episode, this episode is uh, about... Um, I went to go see Toy Story 4 last night. And I just wanted to do a quick little podcast about what I thought about Toy Story 4. Honestly, all of the Toy Story movies are fantastic. I don't think there is an awful Toy Story movie. None of them suck. You know, it's just, it's just great that they keep coming out with them. And I will say that I was a bit skeptical when they came out with, when they announced that they were going to do Toy Story 4. Because I thought that, like, the last one gave a good conclusion to the story, I guess. But maybe it didn't. You know, because they went to a new kid. And then, I thought thought that's how they were going to end it. But I guess they aren't. So, they, but, so I was skeptical, though, about Toy Story 4. But, I went and saw it last night, and, um, very impressed. Uh, loved it. Thought it was great. Um, seriously, anything with Tom Hanks is just spectacular. But the, and also Pixar, Pixar can do no wrong. Seriously, the success rate for Pixar is amazing. You know, it's just amazing. But I thought Toy Story four. Was really, really good. That was great. Not just really, really good. I, I felt like the message... Um, I, f- I thought that there was an interesting message with it. Because, caution, there are going to be spoilers here. Um, it, I thought... Uh, th- the movie spoke to me... In the sense that... How do I want to fucking say this? I don't even know. Like, um... Okay. Sorry. Spoilers. So, um... Throughout the movie, the major theme of the movie is... Uh... Uh... Woody. You know, 
it starts with this thing in the beginning of the movie with Woody and Bo Peep and explains how Bo Peep uh, disappeared or wasn't in like the third movie and explains what happens to her. Was she even in Toy Story 2? I don't even remember. I think she was. Yeah, she was. I'm pretty sure she was, but she wasn't in Toy Story 3. Right. But they talked about that. And that that's basically what it is. And it was about lost toys. But how lost toys isn't necessarily a bad thing. Because Bo Peep was very fine with the fact that she was going to be a lost toy. You know? She thinks it's perfectly acceptable to be a lost toy. And Woody grappled with that. He couldn't be lost. He had to go back. He was, he was a child's toy. He had to be a child's toy. At least he thought he did. But by the end of the movie, he realized that he didn't have to be a child's toy. He could be whatever he wanted. And I think that's a good message. You don't have to be what you think you have to be. Especially if it's not working out. You can be whatever you want. Truthfully. If you feel like you're stuck or if you feel like things aren't going well for you, you can be, you can do whatever you want. And that's what I felt like the underlying message of Toy Story 4 was, was that you could do whatever the hell you want. Um, I thought there were some pretty funny moments. I thought the part, I thought the, my favorite part was when the two stuffed animal guys were were coming up with plans on how to get the keys. And then Buzz was... and But all of their ideas involved violence, which was hilarious. And then... And then when they finally got the key to the, to the case, <laughs> I just laughed my ass off for like two or three minutes. It just You'll have to see it, how they get this key that they're supposed to get. And again, I'm apologizing for spoilers, but hey, who fucking cares? The movie's been out for a couple weeks now, and if you haven't seen it already, the chances are you're not going to fucking see it anyway. So what the hell difference does that make if I tell you what the fuck happens in the movie? The key ends up just putting put in the tray right in front of them. That's how they get the fucking key. And I thought that was hilarious. I just laughed my ass off for a couple minutes. While they were plotting all this stuff, boom, there it goes. So that was pretty funny. But I thought I thought I'll, I thought it was all pretty good. I did just realize though cuz was Don Rickles voice in Toy Story 4? I think they had him talk. You heard his voice for like a second, but Mr. Potato Head didn't talk that much at all in the movie. And it just dawned on me that, that that's what happened. Like, oh, I'll have to go look that up to see about Don Rickles. Oh, wait, why don't I just fucking do this now? Because, you know, Googling shit makes for good content on a podcast episode. Um, let me even look up Don Rickles. Aha! Knew what I wanted to say. All right, good. Um, scrolling. 
Let's see. Here's how Toy Story for Honor For a character whose reputation is built on replaceable parts, there's nothing replaceable about the voice of Toy Story's Mr. Potato Head, the late comedian Don Nichols. Fans had been curious to know whether Nichols, who died in April 2017 at the age of 90, would appear in the upcoming fourth film in the franchise in which he's voiced Surly Spud since the series' 1995 inception. Toy Story 4 was formally announced in November 2014. Rickles had signed up to the film, but when he died two and a half years later, the legendary comic had not recorded dialogue yet while the script was still being written. In recent interview with EW, Toy Story 4 director Josh Cooley confirmed that Rickles' voice would in fact be featured in the film, evidently by both permission and request of his family, Cooley also tweeted the news on Thursday. Of course, we loved Don, obviously, and after he passed, his family contacted us and asked if there was any way that we could create a performance using the recordings that we had. Now he signed up. Unfortunately, we did not get a chance to record him for the film, but we went through, geez, 25 years of everything he did use for stories for the theme parks, yes, but everything that he's recorded... And they were able to do that. Oh, okay. So they just used his voice from other recordings. Cool. Good. That that explains it. I think that's basically... Um... Yeah. I, I don't know why I didn't think about that when I was, like, watching the movie. Because it didn't dawn on me that, oh, wait, he died. Did he have time to do Toy Story 4? And no, he didn't. They just used prior unused recordings for this movie. They didn't really talk all that much. Most of the characters from the old movies didn't really talk that much. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought it was all very interesting. I thought the storyline with Buzz Lightyear was good, trying to find his inner voice. That was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought the whole movie was was fantastic and great, and I highly recommend it. I guess we should end the podcast with me ranking the four Toy Story movies. Even though I said they were all great. But we live in a world where we rank them. Where we rank things. So, number four. My fourth favorite Toy Story movie was Toy Story 2. I don't even remember what that one was about, to be perfectly honest with you. So Toy Story 2, it, while, while it was great, I don't remember it. Let's see. Number... Uh, my third favorite Toy Story movie is Toy Story 4. I do remember everything that happened in it because I watched it last night. But it was great. It's third... But it still still thought it was great. Had a great underlying message that I that I that I enjoyed. And my second favorite Toy Story movie was Toy Story Three. Um, I was very impressed with how they they um, you know it told a good story about about um. Yeah, Toy Story 3 was my second favorite Toy Story movie. Uh, I 
I remember basically what happened in that. They had to like, you know, they got a new kid or they found somehow a way to, to get new kids or whatever. That's right, because they were all going to be shipped away. But then um, Andy, you know, found the box and gave it to the blah, 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 gave it to the new girl, Bonnie. So, yeah, that's that's how that happened. Um, but, yeah, that was a good movie. Number number three was my second favorite Toy Story movie. And the first Toy Story movie will always be my favorite. It was great. Number one. So let's go through those rankings again. Number four was Toy Story 2. Number three was Toy Story 4. Number two was Toy Story 3. And number one was Toy Story. That's it. That's how I rank the uh, Toy Story movies. Even though I thought they were all great, I just felt like the need to to rank them. Because that's the type of society that we need, that we live in, that we require lists. So, yeah. That's it. Anyway, hope you enjoyed this episode where I talked about Toy Story 4. Um, Hope you enjoyed it. Um, There, where's the music? Okay, there's the music. Yeah, hope you enjoyed this episode of the McTaggart Attack podcast where I talked about Toy Story 4. Loved it. Teared up. I teared up a little bit at the end. The ending was sad. But sometimes it's okay for endings to be sad. Because Woody ended up happy, after all. And good for him. And that's the bottom line, if you smell what the McTaggart Attack podcast is cooking.